Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome back. It's Friday, thank the good Lord. Today's briefing is a little greasy. You'll hear something about Waffle House, something about Popeye's Chicken, and some politics. I'm Mike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. Now, there are quite a few political things going down in the state of Alabama right now. It's hard to know where to start, so why not lead with what is perhaps the story most representative of American politics right now? A group has used a GoFundMe account to raise the $4,000 it needed to rent a giant baby Trump balloon and bring it to Tuscaloosa for Saturday's ballgame between Alabama and LSU, reports AL.com's Lita Gore. You just can't get away from the politics, folks, no matter which team you're on. The giant baby Trump balloon is expected to be on display a few blocks from Bryant-Denny Stadium, right here in one of the most Trump-friendly states, according to polling data. President Donald Trump is expected to be at the ballgame, which should be a pretty good ballgame, too, if you're into that sort of thing. Now, other political developments over the past day. Jeff Sessions confirmed to Fox News' Tucker Carlson that he will be seeking his old U.S. Senate seat back. Also, the New York Times reports that Trump may be gearing up to go after Sessions, presumably still over Sessions' recusal from the Russian investigations. And former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg, who's considering running for president, which he's been considering for several election cycles now, well, he's looking to go after a spot on the Alabama Democratic primary ballot. Everybody knows that if you're in a situation where it's after midnight and you're wanting some Waffle House, you'll do what you have to do to get some Waffle House. You're way past nutritional or any other inhibitions at this point. AL.com's Lawrence Specker has a story on the website where at a Waffle House in the Birmingham area, actually out on 280 if you're familiar with the area, they had a scheduling mistake and ended up with only one worker doing part of the overnight shift. And when people start leaving the bars and looking for grease, one worker at Waffle House ain't going to get it done. According to a witness who was at the Waffle House that night, some of the customers up and started helping out. One fella hopped up masked for an apron. He started bussing tables and doing dishes and stacking up the plates. Over the next several minutes, two more people started helping out. One woman in a club dress and heels started running orders, and they all did dishes and tables while the actual employee handled the money and food, which was probably best. Customer Ethan Crispo took photos and told Lawrence, Humanity isn't just good, it's great. He probably really wanted that waffle bad. He said customers were still helping work the place when he left. Waffle House Director of PR and External Affairs Pat Warner, quote, We really appreciate their efforts, though we do prefer our associates to be behind the counter. The key to our concept is, we're there to serve you, not the other way around. They should put that in their next commercial. As y'all might have heard, Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is back on the menu. That's the one that became such a huge sensation a couple months ago. It had everybody on social media having a Popeye's versus Chick-fil-A debate, having to pick sides. Well, they sold out of chicken sandwiches just as the demand was taken off. 
despite the fact that there are about 9 billion chickens in the United States at any given time. It took them about two months to get their supply line back up. Now a broiler chicken can just about go from the egg to the Crisco in that time. AL.com's William Thornton reports that Popeyes will be relying on Alabama chickens to keep them supplied going forward. You see, one of their suppliers is Cook Foods. That's Cook, K-O-C-H. Cook Foods has four poultry facilities in Alabama, in Collinsville, Gadsden, Ashland, and Montgomery. The Gadsden facility recently expanded, and it can process an additional 672,000 chickens a week. So it'll be chickens from Gadsden that end up in that popular Popeye's sandwich. Well, thank y'all for listening. And oh, since we're talking about fried chicken, let me plug an old series. Search YouTube for Alabama's Best Fried Chicken. Lauren Sisler and I drove around the state last summer goofing off and eating fried chicken. Toughest job I've ever had. Also, with all the politics going on, don't be surprised if we put up a weekend special episode like we used to do every now and then. But regardless, whether we get to that or not, we'll definitely be back here on Monday for another news briefing, hopefully along with a weather update, just as we've been doing. Until then, y'all come on by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at AL.com. 